Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night. Wherever and whenever in the realms of time and space my voice finds you. Welcome. My name is Aaron James. You're listening to Kids Myth Plus, episode 19. Each week at Kids Myth Plus, we bring you stories from the vast realms of mythology, legend, folklore, and more. This week, we bring you a chilly little tale called The Twelve Months. This story is popular in Eastern and Southern Europe, where hundreds of different variations have been told. Ours is based on the telling from the book Fairy Tales of the Slav Peasants and Herdsmen, from the French of Alex Chodsko, translated and illustrated by Emily J. Harding. As we record this episode, it is the hottest of hot summer days here in our corner of the world, and a chilly winter tale seems just right. Our heroine will bravely trek into the frozen mountain forest and do what she has to do without question. She'll make her own way in the world, despite, yes, a nasty stepmother and stepsister problem. Hold on here. Just chewing on some ice. Let's hear what happens. Enjoy the story. The Twelve Months. Once upon a time, there lived a mother who had two daughters. One was her own child, Helena, the other, her stepdaughter, Marusa. She was very fond of her own daughter, but she wouldn't so much as look at her stepdaughter. Marusha didn't think much of looks, and she couldn't understand why her stepmother would be angry at the sight of her. The hardest work fell to her. She cleaned out the rooms, cooked, washed, swept, spun, wove, brought in the hay, milked the cow, and all this without any help. Helena, meanwhile, did nothing but dress herself in the best clothes and go to one amusement after another. But Marusha never complained. She bore the scoldings and bad temper of her mother and sister with a smile on her lips and the patience of a lamb. But this gentle behavior did not soften the sister and stepmother. They became even more tyrannical and grumpy, for Marusha, day by day, grew more and more beautiful. The stepmother was determined to get rid of Marusha. For she knew that while she remained, her daughter would have no suitors. Hunger, privation, and every kind of abuse was used to make the girl's life miserable. The most wickedest of men could not have been more cruel than these two vixens. But in spite of it all, Marusha grew even sweeter and more charming. One day in the middle of winter, Helena wanted some violets. Listen, she cried to Marusha, you must go up the mountain and find me some violets. I want some to put in my gown. They must be fresh and sweet scented. Do you hear me? But, my dear sister, who ever heard of violets blooming in the snow? said Marusha. 
You wretched creature, how dare you disobey me, said Helena. Not another word. Off with you, and if you don't bring me some violets from the mountains, I will kill you. The stepmother also added her threats to those of Helena, and with vigorous blows and pushes, Marusha was sent outside and the door shut behind her. The weeping girl made her way to the mountain. The snow lay deep and there was no trace of any human being. Long she wandered hither and thither and lost herself in the woods. She was hungry and shivered with cold. Suddenly she saw a light in the distance and climbed towards it. She reached the top of the mountain. Upon the highest peak burnt a large fire surrounded by twelve blocks of stone, on which sat twelve strange beings. Of these, the first three had white hair, three were not quite so old, three were young and handsome, and the rest still even younger. There they all sat, silently looking at the fire. They were the twelve months of the year. The great January was placed higher than the others, His hair and beard were white as snow. In his hand he held a wand. At first Marusha was afraid, but after a while her courage returned, and drawing near she said, My good sir, may I warm at your fire? I am chilled to the bone. The great January raised his head and answered, What brings you here, my daughter? What do you seek? I'm looking for violets, replied the maiden. This is not the season for violets. Don't you see the snow everywhere? I know well, but my sister Helena and my stepmother have ordered me to bring them violets from your mountain. If I return without them, they will kill me. So please, good shepherds, might you tell me where they would be found? Here the great January arose and went over to the youngest of the months, and placing his wand in his hand said, Brother March, do thou take the highest place. March obeyed, and at the same time, waving his wand over the fire, immediately the flames rose toward the sky. The snow began to melt, and the trees and shrubs to bud. The grass became green, and from between its blades peeped the pale primrose. It was spring, and the meadows were blue with violets. Gather them quickly, Marusha, said March. Joyfully she picked the flowers, and having soon picked a large bunch, she thanked the men and ran home again. Helena and the stepmother were amazed at the sight of the flowers, the scent of which filled the entire house. Where did you find them? asked Helena. Under the trees on the mountain slope, said Marushka. Helena kept the flowers for herself and for her mother, and didn't even thank her stepsister for the trouble. The next day, she desired Marushka to fetch her strawberries. Run, run, she said, and fetch me strawberries from the mountain. They must be very sweet and ripe. But whoever heard of strawberries ripening in the snow? exclaimed Marushka. Hold your tongue. If I don't have my strawberries, I will kill you. Then the stepmother pushed her into the yard and bolted the door. The unhappy girl made her way towards the mountain and to the large fire round which the twelve months sat. 
the great January occupied the highest place. Oh, wise men, may I warm by your fire? The winter cold chills me, Marushka said, drawing nearer. The great January raised his head and asked, Why have you come here? What do you seek? I'm looking for strawberries, she said. We are in the midst of winter, replied January. Strawberries do not grow in the snow. I know, said the girl sadly, but my sister and stepmother have ordered me to bring them strawberries. If I don't, they will kill me. Please, good shepherds, tell me, where can I find them? The great January arose, crossed over to the month opposite him, and putting the wand into his hand, said, Brother June, do now take the highest place. June obeyed, and as he waved his wand over the fire, the flames leapt towards the sky. Instantly the snow melted, the earth was covered with green. The trees were clothed with leaves, birds began to sing, and various flowers blossomed in the forest. It was summer. Under the bushes, masses of star-shaped flowers changed into ripening strawberries. Before Marusha had time to cross herself, they covered the glade, making it look like a sea of blood. Gather them quickly, said June. Joyfully, she thanked the months, and having filled her apron, ran happily home. Helena and her mother wondered in amazement at seeing the strawberries which filled the house with their delicious fragrance. Wherever did you find these? asked Helena crossly. Right up among the mountains, those from under the beech trees. They're not bad. Helena gave a few to her mother and ate the rest herself. Not one did she offer to her stepsister. Being tired of strawberries, on the third day she took a fancy for some fresh red apples. Run, Marushka, she said, and fetch me fresh red apples from the mountain. Apples in winter? Why, the trees have neither leaves nor fruit. You lazy girl, go this minute, said Helena. Unless you bring back apples, we will kill you. As before, the stepmother seized her roughly and turned her out of the house. The poor Marushka went weeping up the mountain across the deep snow upon which lay no human footprint, and on toward the fire round which the twelve months sat. Motionless they sat, and on the highest stone was the great January. Dear men, may I warm myself at your fire? The winter cold chills me, she said, drawing nearer. The great January raised his head. Why have you come now? What do you seek? he asked. I am come to look for red apples, replied Marushka. But this is winter, and not the season for red apples, observed the great January. I know, I know, answered the girl. But my sister and stepmother, they sent me to fetch red apples from the mountain, and if I return without them, they will surely kill me. Thereupon the great January arose and went over to one of the elderly months, to whom he handed the wand, saying, Brother September, do take the highest place. September moved to the highest stone and waved his wand over the fire. 
there was a flare of red flames. The snow disappeared, but the fading leaves which trembled on the trees were sent by a cold northeast wind in yellow masses to the forest floor. Only a few flowers of autumn were visible. At first, Marushka looked in vain for red apples. Then she spied a tree which grew at a great height, and from the branches of this hung the bright red fruit. September ordered her to gather some quickly. The girl was delighted and shook the tree. First one apple fell, then another. That is enough, said September. Now hurry home. Thanking the months, she returned joyfully. Helena marveled, and the stepmother wondered at seeing the fruit. Where did you gather them? asked the stepsister. There are more on the mountaintop, answered Marushka. Then why did you not bring more? said Helena angrily. You must have eaten them on your way back, you wicked girl. No, no, dear sister, I have not even tasted them. I shook the tree twice. One apple fell each time. I was not allowed to shake it again, but was told to return home. May the gods strike you with a thunderbolt, said Helena, swinging at her. Marushka, weeping bitterly, shook and took refuge in the kitchen. Helena and her mother found the apples more delicious than any they had ever tasted, and when they had eaten both longed for more. Listen, mother, said Helena, give me my cloak. I will fetch some more apples myself, or else that good-for-nothing wretch will eat them all on her way home. I shall be able to find the mountain and the tree. The shepherds may cry, stop, but I shall not leave until I have all that I desire. In spite of her mother's advice, she put on her cloak, covered her head with a warm hood, and took to the road up the mountain. The mother stood and watched her till she was lost in the distance. Snow covered everything. Not a human footprint was to be seen on its surface. Helena lost herself and wandered here and there. After a while, she saw a light above her, and following in its direction reached the mountaintop. There was the flaming fire, the twelve blocks of stone, and the twelve months. At first, she was frightened and hesitated. Then she came nearer and warmed her hands. She did not ask permission, nor did she speak one polite word. What has brought you here? What do thou seek? said the great January. I don't need to tell you, old Greybeard. It's none of your business, she replied, turning her back on the fire and going toward the forest. The great January frowned and waved his wand over his head. Instantly the sky became covered with clouds. The fire went down, snow fell in large flakes, and icy wind howled round the mountain. Amid the fury of the storm, Helena added curses against her stepsister. The cloak failed to warm her numb limbs. The mother kept on waiting for her back at home. She looked from the window. She watched from the doorstep, but her daughter came not. The hours passed slowly, but Helena did not return. Can it be that apples have charmed her from my home? thought the mother. Then she clad herself in hood and cloak and went in search of her daughter. 
Snow fell in huge masses. It covered all things. It lay untouched by human footsteps. For long she wandered here and there. The icy northeast wind whistled in the mountains, but no voice answered her cries. Day after day, Marushka worked and prayed and waited, but neither stepmother nor sister returned. They had been frozen to ice on the mountain. Mm. Whoa. Wow. Remind me to always be kind to my beautiful stepsister if I ever end up with one, or stepdaughter for that matter. This seemed to be a pretty common problem at one time. Evil stepmothers and stepsisters, jealous of a beautiful orphan. Well, luckily these beautiful ones tend to find help. Help from some supernatural beings. In this case, the months of the year. This is a tale of a good and kind heroine who accepts her fate without question and pushes forward against the odds, her certain demise and impossible tasks. Yet she, in the end, is successful and her tormentors are, well, frozen in ice and snow. We hope you're having a nice, comfortable summer and the months of the year are treating you well. Let us know what you think of this week's story. Share your thoughts with us on Instagram. Email us. Leave a review or comment on Apple Podcasts. This has been episode 19 of Kids Myth Plus, presented to you by me, Aaron James, and a presentation of Brooklyn Sage Productions. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe and leave a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Share us with your friends and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at KidsMythPlus. That's at KidsMythPlus. P-L-U-S. Thanks for listening. And remember, keep asking questions and looking for the magic. It's all around us. <laughs>